Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Imagine a long coastline. Like we have on the east coast of the U.S. And imagine many different harbors. And many different boats. Now, just because they come from different harbors does not indicate where they're going. It just indicates where they're starting. The ocean has to be crossed. And it doesn't matter which harbor you start from. You still have to cross the ocean. Our teacher... Muhammad Rahim Bao Muhayyadeen described illusion as an ocean and an ocean that has to be crossed. And he indicated that there are many different harbors that people start from, the different religions. No matter where you start, it's the same ocean that you have to cross. No matter where you start, illusion still sits in front of you. And no matter what you call it or how you describe it, you have to somehow get across it. So, we begin. We begin wondering why how, who, and we look for answers. But on the way to looking for answers, we run into our lives and we become consumed by our lives. And instead of continuing to wonder why, who, and how, we become distracted by our daily needs and activities. How am I going to get an education? How am I going to support myself? How am I going to get married? Am I going to have children? Where am I going to live? How do I get the proper housing? And these things begin to consume our lives. And because of that, we forget that we had questions at one time. And the questions were, how did I get here? Why am I here? Who am I? And we build up these layers of life that we call and treat as if they were real, when actually they're part of the illusion that we have to cross. We forgot not only who we were, we forgot that we were involved in the journey to find out who we were. So we've abandoned our journey. We've abandoned 
our search in order to take care of what appear to be our needs, our present needs, our constant incessant needs, our desires that scream to be fulfilled. Then, as we go along, as we travel through life, every once in a while, we run into situations that somehow bring truth back into focus. We're moving along, working, uh, making a living, getting married, having babies, and then something happens. Uh, we become ill. And all of a sudden, this continuous, ongoing cycle has a break in it. Something happens. Or we have an accident. And there's a break in the cycle. Or a relative and a friend dies who'd been doing exactly the same thing that we were doing. It was the same age as we were. And all of a sudden, they've disappeared. And so, now we ask ourselves, could this happen to us too? What am I looking for? What am I chasing? What am I trying to accomplish? And then those questions come back again. What's the purpose of this existence? My friend was a good man and he disappeared. What did he accomplish? What did he actually do? Well, he bought a house. He got married. He had a kid. He had a job. And then he disappeared. And when I talked to him, what did he talk about? Well, he talked about his house, and he talked about his kid, and he talked about his job, and he talked about the next kid they were going to have, which never happened. And he talked about his promotion, which never happened. And he talked about the new neighborhood they were going to move to, which never happened. What's going on? And what are we talking about? Are we talking about the same kinds of things? Have we dedicated our life to this existence that, that we lead in the world? Have we dedicated our life to what goes on here as if this was all there is when a friend dies it becomes evident that either there's something else or there's emptiness and we have been people of faith and we believe that there's something else 
But how much attention do we pay to that next step? Do we know or want to know what that next step is? Is part of our consciousness faith in what happens next? Do we consider that as part of our existence? Do we understand that our job and our home and our wife and our children are all subject to this world, just like our friend was? And they're all subject to dissipate. They're all subject to disappear. So, do we come back to the question, what is real? What is the truth? Who am I? And what have I lost? How come I can't find out what the truth is? What's holding me back? And that brings us back to the harbors and the ocean and illusion. And to find out the truth of who we are, we have to cross the ocean of illusion because we have somehow lost contact with our real self. There were ten men on a journey and they got to a river that they had to cross. And they knew there was some danger in this, but in order to complete their journey, they had to cross this river. So they made arrangements, they figured out a plan, and then they got to the other side. And they wanted to make sure they had all made it So one of them decided to count to see if there were still ten. And he counted. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And he realized one was missing. He had forgotten to count himself. And so the next one said, let me count. And he did the same thing. He counted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And he said, you're right. One's missing. And all of them did it. And all of them came to the conclusion that one was missing. So they all started to cry and weep and moan and grieve for the one they had lost. Now, a stranger was standing next to them and saw what was going on and said, Wait a minute, I think I have the solution. I will count and you will see that you all made it. And to make sure that you know you're here, I'm going to hit each one of you when I count. So he started counting. And he counted one and hit him. And counted two and hit him. And counted three and hit him. And four and five and six and seven and eight and nine and ten. And then they realized they were all there. And they became happy again and moved on their journey.
Well, who was missing? The real I was missing. And it was always missing. Because we can't count that I when we count because we don't know it. We don't see it. We're not aware of it. So how do we become aware of it? Well, somebody has to bang you in the head and bring you conscious of the fact that somehow you are there. And who is that you that is the true you? Who am I? Who is that I? That I is what is after that ocean of illusion is crossed. In duality, there is an identification between the inside and the outside. And you make that identification. I am here, my house is there. I am here, my job is there. My wife is there. My children are there. And I am in relation to them. To cross over the ocean of illusion, you have to cross over duality. Everything has to happen on the inside, and all of the objects on the outside have to disappear. Just as they're going to disappear anyway. Except since we see them, we don't believe they're going to disappear. Because they're in our focus. Everything we're looking at right now will disappear. Everybody we're looking at right now will disappear. To die before death is the Sufi way of life. To be able to cross the ocean of illusion, we have to die to illusion. We have to die to all of the things that will disappear. We have to die to all of the duality in our existence. And we have to become internalized. Where everything exists at once. La ilaha illallah. Nothing exists but God. So if nothing exists but God, then everything that I'm in contact with has to disappear. Everything I'm in contact with is the illusion that separates me from reality. And I have to give up giving obeisance to all of those things. I have to stop desiring all of those things. I have to stop craving all of those things. I have to stop wanting all of those things. I have to stop thinking about 
and identifying with all of those things. Actually, I have to stop identifying with everything that I see, hear, smell, touch, or taste. I have to stop identifying with the images that come up in my mind. I have to stop identifying with anything and everything. Because everything that I identify with, that's external to my internal being, becomes a veil that keeps me from the truth, that keeps me from reality, that keeps me from the bliss of true existence, that keeps me from peace, that keeps me from hak, reality. This is a difficult proposition for most people to grasp. Most people, when presented with this proposition, will answer it something like this. I kind of enjoy what I'm doing. Why are you asking me to give it up? It's only when they get older or run into some traumatic life situation that they become aware of the impact that it has on them. Um, I often tell this story about when I was young and I was practicing law and I asked an older lawyer in my office a question. And he walked into the library, pulled out a book, turned to the page, and there was the answer. And this library had 3,000 books in it. And I said to him, that's quite a trick. And he said to me, well, don't become like me. This is all I know. When I get out of here and I'm with my children, all I can think about is these books. When I try to pray, all I know is these books. All I know is what's in these books. I don't know anything else. I'm incapable in the temple of focusing on anything else. I'm stuck here. Don't you be stuck here. Where are we stuck? What is it that occupies our mind? What is it? that becomes the focus of our existence. What illusion have we made our God? What illusion is the one that we bow to and pay obeisance to? What illusion is the one that we have faith in and desire? What illusion supersedes our need to know ourselves? What illusion is greater than God to us. Which one is it? Is it fame? Is it wealth? Is it sex? What is it? We have to make that determination. And we have to look at that. And we have to somehow let it go. First, we have to understand 
that we abide and reside in illusion. And if we can't make that leap, then we get stuck in things like jealousy, revenge, anger, because we have these things to accomplish in this world. My God, I can't let him get away with that. I have to tell everybody about it. So you spend your life correcting illusion. You spend your life correcting what's going to disappear. You run around like a mad person, angry at illusion, jealous of illusion. As opposed to letting it go, we increase its intensity by involvement. We increase its intensity by giving it credence. We increase its intensity by making it powerful in our lives. We have to make it less powerful. We have to make our interaction with the world less. And we have to increase our interaction with the inward part of our being more. We have to recede from the world and increase in our desire and love for Allah. Desire is something we all know very well. We've desired almost everything that we see. Now we have to use that same desire towards God to solve the problem of our life in illusion. To solve the problem of finding out who we are. It has to become important enough that illusion becomes less important. It has to become important enough that we don't get angry. It has to become important enough that we're not jealous. It has to be important enough that we're not hasty. It has to be important enough that we don't seek revenge. It has to be important enough that we bring ourselves to a state of peace so that we're not involved in these things. When you don't have peace... You're involved in rectifying the vagaries of illusion that you believe need to be rectified. You become an activist in your own life. You carry the sign of your needs. You carry the sign of what you want. You make it your reality. You imagine people walking down the street, I need fame. <laughs> that poster may not be visible, but there are lots of people who carry it. They just hide it out of discretion. At the same time that they seek illusion, they also know 
that there's a methodology to how you act within illusion so that you don't seem too overt. This is the ocean that we have to cross. And what happens is all of the different harbors, the different religions, spend more time talking about the differences between their harbor and the other harbor than they talk about the ocean that has to be crossed. They spend more time creating differences between themselves and others than they talk about the ocean that has to be crossed. And isn't it evident that everything that you consider a difference becomes a veil, becomes another layer of illusion that you have to get over until you get to the point where you're not interested in any of these things, where all of them disappear, where the person at work who's a level above you is of no significance to you, and the person at work who's a level above, below you is of no significance to you. All of a sudden, there's no high and low. There's no praise and blame. There's no I am better, he is better. There's no jealousy. There's no arrogance. There just is disappearing from all of these things. And understanding that to find the truth, we have to disappear from all of these things. We have to disappear from all of the effects of illusion. We have to disappear from all the complications of illusion. We have to disappear from all the chaos of illusion. And we have to go to that place where everything is perfection and all is real and peace, salam, exists. Mercy and compassion exist. Love exists. Truth exists. Justice exists. And the light of the Nur and the light of the Ketub and the grace of Allah exist. And they cannot be found by us until we stop looking for the treasures that we believe exist in illusion. You can spend your life diving into the ocean looking for treasure, but you're never going to find grace there. You're never going to find Rahman and Rahim there. They don't exist. They exist in your heart. And we have to start diving into our hearts. We have to start diving into the place that is connected to reality. And we, each of us, is connected to reality. Each of us is whole within ourselves. And there's nothing else to find. We just need to rip away from us all that is not real. This is the work. This is what needs to be done. And it's only when we take on this work, 
Can we escape from illusion? Can we cross the ocean of illusion? Liberation is not outside of us. It's inside of us. Liberation is not a place you go. It's a place you are. You just need to realize that it's there. And when you stop chasing, you'll start finding. When you stop grasping, you'll start finding. When you stop looking, you'll start seeing. It's like that. doesn't seem real while you're in the midst of illusion. But it is. And this is the dilemma of ignorance. Ignorance insists that it knows what it sees. Ignorance insists on its point of view and can't be altered. And ignorance is relentless. It doesn't give up. It continually says, I need, I want, and I will become satisfied by getting what I need and what I want. And it's a lie. And one day, that lie becomes evident. And depending on how much ill you've done in this world, chasing that lie, the results will be shown in yourself. So, we have to be careful. We have to be careful that we don't hurt anything or anybody. We have to be careful that we keep to ourselves in our attempt to find the truth. And we need to know that our enemies are not outside of us. They're inside of us. And they come from ourselves. And they spring from ourselves. It's a cartoon character. Years ago, his name was Pogo. He's not in the funny papers anymore. He says, we have met the enemy, and it is us. And once we realize that, we can begin our journey. But we have to find that out. We have to make that determination. We have to make that step. And that's the beginning of our real lives. That's the beginning of our birth. That's our birth day. Happy birthday, everybody. (laughs) May it be easy for us, and may it come true for us, and may we know who we really are. Amin, amin, ya Rabbil Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.